welcome back to the podcast welcome back to unwinding i'm having one of those days where i cannot get this intro right okay this is my 19th take i think because i don't know i'm like tongue-tied today i'm like i think i'm so excited to be here i'm so excited to talk to you that like my brain is moving faster than my mouth is able to do you know what i mean so anyway this is it we're not doing another take okay i'm not allowing myself another take so here we go hi hello how are we doing i'm sitting in my office today so this is the first episode i'm recording in my office the office is a mess okay she's a disaster kind of like the owner actually i'm not the owner i'm the tenant um but i'm so excited to be in here i have a desk i love my new desk i haven't shown you anything because again it's a mess and i just want to like clean it up a little bit before i give you a little tour but that's going to take some time Anyway, hi, hello, we are here in my office. It's Biggie and I talking to you today. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have Biggie on my on my wall over here. It's not really the wall, it's like the entryway. So it's just Biggie and I today, okay? And we're gonna talk about timing. I don't know what I'm titling this episode because I don't even know where we're gonna go with this. Let's start with when people say, you know, timing is everything, timing was off. Um, things for you will never miss you. I say these things all the time, right? I think sometimes we say these things either as affirmations, as beliefs, as something we are encouraged to believe, I think, as well. Sometimes we say these things as a coping mechanism when something doesn't go our way, right? We're like, oh, timing was off. And, you know, it, it leads me to believe that timing and alignment we're not going to get woo-woo today, okay? So just bear with me. Or not too woo-woo. It leads me to believe that timing and alignment go hand in hand, right? Like if timing is good or quote-unquote right, then things had to be aligned. And things could be like schedules, desires, values, goals, etc. And I was also thinking about how I feel like sometimes we use timing as an excuse, especially in relationships, right? When in reality, I think it's like a synonym for our goals weren't exactly aligned or we weren't exactly aligned or our desires weren't exactly aligned when something doesn't work out. Sometimes it's not really timing because like if that person doesn't want the same things in life, like what difference will a year make? You know what I mean? And yes, somebody can argue, well, a lot can happen in a year. They can change their mind. They can evolve. They can grow for sure. I agree. But that's also banking on someone having a change of heart rather than the duration of a calendar year actually changing something innate in someone. Does that make sense? I'm not even sure where we're going with this, but I just want to open this conversation about timing because I know how discouraging it can get when things you want aren't happening on the timeline you'd love for them to happen on, right? And the thing about that is I always say like, we plan and God laughs, right? Like there's so much within our control. There's a lot within our control, but there's so much more that's not in our control. And sometimes all we have to do is continue, right? To continue without questioning so much why something is or isn't happening. Though I will say sometimes I do like to ask myself, you know, if there's something that I want and it continues to not happen, or it continues to not happen in the way that I want it to happen. I do sometimes have this conversation with myself when I'm like, okay, am I doing something that is inhibiting a certain situation that I want? And I've asked myself this question a lot in the past, 
And the answer to it has been yes, many, many, many times. And I think it's a conversation worth exploring because then you're able to see, you know, okay, I, I may or may not be doing certain things that are either attracting or aren't attracting certain situations, people, etc. Like, am I putting myself in a position to get the things that I want? Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is not yet. Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is I'm working on it. Okay, and none of these answers are right or wrong. It's just, I think, sometimes important to know before we just blame things on timing. I think it's always helpful to be introspective for sure, right? But sometimes if you've explored this with yourself and let's say there's something that you want and you really do feel as though you're emotionally, spiritually, physically ready for this certain situation or person or whatever it may be to enter your life, sometimes all you have left to do is nothing. But everything at the same time, like all you have to do is live. Like live your beautiful fucking life and be a patient bitch because you know those things are on the way somehow and some in some way they are. And this is where we're going to get a little bit woo-woo because here's where here's where you're going to determine the what and the why. Like, what do you want and why do you want it, right? Sometimes we want shit and we don't even know why we want those things. I like to challenge myself and have these dialogues with myself in the car, you know, between my concerts. An intermission, if you will. And I like to think about why I want certain things and what I can do to align myself to get them. And so, but what I want to talk about right now is like once you've done all you can do, then it's really not up to you any longer. Sometimes we don't get to know the when or the how, okay? Like sometimes all we get to know is what, like what it is that we want and why we want it. We, we can identify those two things. I think we should identify those two things. But sometimes the when and the how is just not up to us. We don't get to know when things are going to happen. And that is called life, okay? And let's be real. If we knew when every single thing was going to happen in our life, that would be fucking boring and weird. And that would also be called The Sims, okay? I loved making my Sims, like, you know, do the thing. (laughs) As a 12-year-old girl, like lord please forgive me but like i loved making my sims like pussy pop all over the damn neighborhood you know what i mean i loved making the families and then i'd like dip and i'd get bored and i'd start all over but i think making the families like actually making the people and like i would make these huge ass families like cheaper by the dozen style and obviously i would do what was the what was the cheat where you could just become like a millionaire i think it would like rosebud or something what was it can someone please tell me if you have no idea what i'm talking about then you're either like over 50 or you're 15 in which case if you're 15 i don't know if you should be listening to this necessarily but that's okay just like just pretend you don't hear the bad words okay but actually let's be fucking for real i was drinking at 15 which is awful but that's just how it was in costa rica you know what i mean just start drinking really fast anyway making the families and decorating the houses was my favorite part okay which is full circle because not that i like making families now um we haven't gone there yet but i do love decorating anyway that would be called the sims if you knew exactly when every single thing was going to happen and what move was coming next and you knew even though i guess they don't really know what's going to happen next um anyway you get what i'm trying to say Okay, so we don't always get to know when things are going to happen. And the sooner that we're okay with that, the sooner life becomes more enjoyable. 
okay? We also don't get to know exactly how something is going to happen always. And again, this keeps life fun. You don't want to know this, even when you think you do. I promise. Like Sometimes I think we have to detach from the how you think something is going to happen, like detach from the expectation of how you want something to happen, how you're going to meet someone, how you're going to whatever the fuck, fill in the blank. Get away from that. Like Try to get far away from that because that way you're not glued to a certain idea, to a certain situation. And, and so you're just way more open to more moments and more things and more ways of things happening in your life. So let's say you're wanting to make a new friend, okay? Let's say you're in the market for a new best bitch, okay? I want you to detach from the expectation of how you think making a new friend is supposed to go or where you're supposed to meet them or how you're supposed to meet them. If you would have told me five years ago that I would meet some of my favorite humans. Oh my God, can you guys hear that? What is that noise? Hold on. There we go. Um, what was I saying? If you would have told me five years ago that I would meet some of my favorite humans in this moment at 28, 29, 30, through Instagram DMs, okay, I would have been like, what the fuck is a DM, (laughs) right? Because we didn't have those five years ago, did we? I don't know. Am I aging myself? Do you get what I mean? Like, imagine if I was closed off to the idea of meeting someone this way, of meeting someone online, of exploring where a friendship could go, despite it happening in a somewhat unconventional way right? I don't think it's, I think it's becoming way, way more normal now, obviously. But still, like, imagine if I was just, you know, if, if to me, that wasn't a way that I was open to meeting somebody and taking somebody seriously. Imagine if I actually paid attention to my parents when they said, don't speak to strangers. You know what I mean? So I want you to apply this to anything. I want you to detach from the linear way you may be inherently and possibly unknowingly glued to when it comes to how something is meant to happen in your life or how you'd like it to happen. I want to highlight just how it's really it's really nice to not to not only try to do things one way. There's not just one right way to do things, right? Like I read this quote too the other day where it was like we're all so different yet we all try to take the same advice. It doesn't make sense. Like we're all so 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 different. Like I could be saying this to you and maybe you vibe with my other episodes and maybe this one you're like no, I like to know exactly how things are happening. I like to have a plan. I like to, you know, X, Y, and Z. I am a type A Capricorn bitch. I too love a plan. I love knowing how things can happen. But the difference is, what I'm trying to tell you is I've detached from the way that I think things should happen and how they should happen because my life has taken so many turns and I've seen that I've ended up in different rooms that I've really wanted to be in and I've ended up in that room in a way that I never fucking thought was going to happen. You know what I mean? So anyway, I just want to remind you, like, sometimes things happen in a way where you just don't expect. And sometimes it's all about being in or putting yourself, trying to put yourself in a position as close as possible to what you want if what you actually want, you can't get yet. This leads me to a concept I want to share with you. Have you guys heard of the butterfly effect? So if you haven't, really quick, it's the idea that small, seemingly trivial events may ultimately result in something 
with a much larger consequence. So it's basically like how sometimes, you know, you had to be in a certain moment for something extraordinary to happen. Okay, so think about the love of your life if you're in a relationship. I want you to think about like what had to happen in order for you guys to be together. Or I don't know, your dream job, like what had to go right for that to work out? Or think about something that happened that you're like, holy fuck, like you had to be there. Maybe the job one wasn't a good example, but think about something where you're like, it was it was right place, right time. Like you had to be there to experience whatever it is that you experienced. This kind of mind fucks me because I think about like, you know, what if I would have gone to a different university? What if I would have lived in a completely different city like who would i have met there like what kind of person would i have become like what kind of friends would i made who would be in my life right now like it's so crazy to think about it's a mind fuck right and so this to me just kind of validates the concept that the people that are meant to be in your life are going to come into your life in some way and again this applies to anything so when i was thinking about the butterfly effect i was thinking about how you know i had a gap year after college i was so upset about that because i felt like i was behind etc and then by the time that i went to the college that i graduated from if i wouldn't have had that gap year i wouldn't have gone to that school first of all which means i wouldn't have met the people that i did which means i wouldn't have you know experienced everything that i experienced in dc which means i wouldn't have i don't know just the list goes on here it's like crazy to think about i think about so the last few guys that i dated okay even mr gray okay like i met him i don't know if i think i've told you guys this story how we met like i was sitting at a table during happy hour and he was sitting at a table directly across from me like we just happened to be sitting in tables that were across from each other and that's exactly how we met like what if i would have gone to happy hour at a different place what if i would have gone to happy hour three hours later what if he would have been seated in the other side of the restaurant i would have never fucking seen him and then i wouldn't have one of the best stories that i have to this day you know what i mean one of the last guys that i dated we met walking on the street okay literally i was walking with Anne to dinner and he was walking on the other side and we just looked at each other and he said hello like what the fuck do you know what i mean like what if we would have what if we would have gone to dinner 10 minutes later i would have never seen this person i don't know it's so weird to think about last story i met this guy i have so many fun funny stories like this i met this guy on a plane okay i had one of those moments that you only see in the motherfucking movies i was boarding a flight to madrid and I was waiting in line to board, and then this guy who was standing in front of me, I, I'm always looking at men, I'm always eye-fucking the daddies around me, okay, this day I actually wasn't, we were boarding, and he was standing right in front of me, when he turned around, and I looked up, he was fucking beautiful, and I was like, oh my god, and he said something about my shoes, and then we started talking, and I was like, blushing, I was so, oh my god, he was so hot, anyway, hope he's doing well, so we board the plane, and I'm like, okay, you know, that was cute, a little flirt moment, love it, never, I know we're not going to be seated next to each other, because that shit only happens in movies, guess what, we were seated next to each other, and this was a long flight, so it's like an overnight flight, and so we're in these like pods, right? But you know how sometimes it's set up like sometimes the pods are very individual and there's like there's a lot of separation, but sometimes you have the two that are very together, like very close together. I think I ended up choosing that seat because it was the only one left. I always get the ones where I'm not like seated next to a complete stranger where it's like where you're like sleeping together basically on those flights. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, um, he's like putting his stuff down and I walk up and I'm like, 
oh, <laughs> this is my seat. And he was like, no way. I was like, yeah. So we end up sitting next to each other and like talked the entire time until we both went to sleep because it's again, an overnight flight. We got off that plane together, literally looked like we were dating. Um, we both had layovers. I was meeting my mom in Rome. So I had a, I had a layover from Madrid to Rome and he was going back to his country. Anyway, um, we like had breakfast together. I can't even tell you what meeting this guy did to me in that moment. I was going through a really low moment when we met and we, I've seen him a couple times actually since then. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, but it was just like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like when I got to Rome, that moment, just like meeting him brought my spirits up in such a way. And I don't know, it kind of, it just gave me this, it just reminded me honestly that you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know like it takes five minutes for your life to change and i know that sounds dramatic and i'm not saying he changed my life because he didn't fucking not change my life but it's it's he didn't change my life but the entire experience was a kind of life-changing reminder for me of like you never know what the fuck is gonna happen who is gonna walk into your life what opportunity is gonna come into your inbox like you just never know All you can do is honestly be open and as ready as you possibly can to receive it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't even know what the fuck we've talked about today, but I think I just, I want you to think about this like butterfly effect thing and not in a way where you get like mind fucked, but I want you to think about it in a way of like, wow, you know, so many things had to happen for me to be in certain situations, for me to meet certain people that have been into my life, like so that you truly believe like the things that are meant to happen for you in your life, like they're gonna happen. And there's a reason why certain things happen to us, right? Some, some, some things are horrible that happen to us. Some things are really hard. Some things are beautiful. Some things don't make sense. You know, we all have those things and it sucks, But we have to believe that everything that's happening to us is for a reason. And that reason, sometimes we don't discover it for years, you know? I also want to know what your take is on the whole right person, wrong time is. Because I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of feel like the right person will always be the right time, in my opinion. I want to know what you think about that. Like, what do you think about right person, wrong time? Can there really be a right person and it's just the wrong time? I think the only time I believe that is when let's say you do meet somebody, maybe you guys are like high school sweet sweethearts or whatever, and it's just not the right time. Maybe he's going off to war. Can you tell I'm reading Colleen Hoover books? Um, maybe he's going off to war, okay. Um, and you're going to, I don't know, pursue your medical career. I don't know, whatever. And you guys just won't be able to be in a relationship. And then six years later, you meet on the street of you know whatever city you're both living in, and then you fall in love and boom then maybe it was right person, wrong time, and then it turned into right person, right time. You know what I mean? I think you're always on time for your life. You know, I think you can never, I said this once before, and I actually really liked how I said it, that you you can never be late for something that is meant for you. You know, I look around at all the different situations and positions that the people in my life are in and the different trajectories that their lives and our lives have taken. And it all makes sense to me, you know, it all makes sense to me how and why things happen and why we are all on different timelines, it just makes sense, like, I try to put myself in the timeline of, 
you know, one of my other friends. And I'm like, no, that wouldn't be right for me. I wouldn't want that right now. I want that at some point, but it wouldn't be right for me right now. I wouldn't have wanted that, you know, a couple years ago. I wouldn't have, I don't want that today, you know, and maybe they would feel the same way about me. I think a big, big, big word I want to talk about before we wrap up in terms of timing and all these things is patience because I've learned and I'm still learning that patience pays off. Okay, and it really is worthwhile to let things be what they are instead of trying to force something to be right. Because you will never have to force the right thing to be right. I firmly believe that. I don't think you will ever have to force the right thing to be right in anything. I think you can wait for what's right sometimes, or you can force something that wasn't meant to happen. And nobody wants that, you know? So, what do I want to leave you with today after this fucking don't even know spiral episode that we just did. I want you to detach from certain expectations if you have them and if they aren't serving you. I want you to understand using and pulling other examples in your life of things working out, okay? I want you to understand that everything meant for you will fall into place. We have to put the work in, no doubt about that, but things will work out. I want you to be patient with yourself and with your desires, especially if you're putting the work in, especially if you know that you've done all in your power to make something happen. Even if you haven't, I want you to be patient with yourself while you get there, while you're working towards that. Because like, what's the alternative? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is the alternative? Being annoyed, being frustrated, you know, if being hard on yourself worked, don't you think it would have worked by now? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, okay? I want you to remind yourself there is no such thing as right and wrong timing and good and bad timing. There's just timing and what we do with it or how we react when something happens. We don't have to label it necessarily. I like to remember this, especially when I'm trying to make a decision about something and I feel like I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to make I don't want to make it at the wrong time. I want to wait for the right time. I want to make the right choice. You know, I I encourage you to have enough faith and trust within yourself to know that no matter what you choose, it's the right choice because you made it. You know what I mean? I want you to remember that somebody else's timeline has absolutely nothing to do with you. I want you to remember you wanting to be on somebody else's timeline is not exactly a productive mindset because if you're not on that timeline, what good does wanting somebody else's life and sitting in a state of comparison do? Like, what does that do for you? Instead of that, just think about the things that are actually within within your control, you know? Like, take actionable, inspired steps and just try to get at least 1% closer to the things that you want. And again, if you've done all you can do, sometimes all that's left to do is to let fucking go and to let things happen and to let things happen to you and to let things happen for you. Haven't you heard that beautiful things take time? You know, I don't care that they happen fast for your friend. I don't care that you think everything happens so easily and seamlessly and quickly for everybody else but you. I don't care. Okay, good for them. That has nothing to do with you. And one day, things will happen for you and you'll understand why they happened the way they did, how they did, and when they did. 
And my last reminder for you is the most important one, okay? And it's that not a single soul on this fucking earth or the aliens, okay, can take away something or someone that is meant for you. And when you truly learn to believe that and when you truly learn to accept that and to internalize that, I promise you so much pressure comes off your back and everything becomes just a little bit more enjoyable. Okay? I love you. Thank you for bearing with me on this episode. Um, I want you to be a patient bitch with me, okay? We can get a little impatient. That's okay. But just don't let that be the overwhelming feeling because impatience can lead us to things I don't like, like negotiating things that we want, okay? We don't do that. We don't play with that shit, okay? I hope this hit. I hope we're enjoying the solos. If there's ever something you want me to talk about, something you want me to get into, DM me. DM me anyway, even if you don't, because I love to talk shit with you, okay? Have a beautiful weekend. Stay safe. Be patient. And I'll see you guys next week. So... You know when Cardi B said, I don't cook? I felt that. Okay, you know I don't cook. You know I don't like to get down in the kitchen. And that is where Factor comes in. That is where I introduce you to Factor if you haven't heard of them already. Factor creates delicious, ready-to-eat meals, all pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved. In other words, Factor is about to be my new best friend. Okay, so here's the 411. You have 35 different options every week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. So if you have specific wants and needs and desires, they got you, okay? And you know what's music to my ears? The fact that I can heat up a restaurant quality meal and be ready to eat in two minutes. Okay, I also love this because I've been ordering way too much. I've been ordering out way too much. And let's be real, that adds up, you know? You can pick between 6 to 18 meals per week depending on, again, your wants and needs and desires. No prep, no mess. Everything is ready to heat and eat. And that is, again, music to my ears. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to factormeals.com slash unwinding50 and use code unwinding50 to get 50% off. Not us having a code we love. Okay, so again, we're going to go to factormeals.com slash unwinding50 and enter code unwinding50 to get 50% off, which is amazing. So try it out. Tell me what you think. I personally don't enjoy cooking pretty much at all, but especially during the day, like especially lunch because I'm just, I'm in a groove, okay? She's working, she's busy, she's focused, she has things to do. You know what I mean? Thank you so much, Factor, for sponsoring this episode. Let's get back into it.